A church that is one proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ is going to become an issue in the community. Jesus said, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. The church in the world must always be at opposite poles because light and darkness have no fellowship. You're listening to a special edition episode of Today in Church History, a place we're reminded that history is truly his story. History is the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you enjoy listening to these episodes of Today in Church History. Their purpose is to ignite a passion for God's truth, one historical event at a time. Today is Saturday, February 9th, 2019. And while we don't normally broadcast more than one episode a week, today is special. Many events happened on this day in history in the United States. For instance, on February 9th, 1825, John Quincy Adams was elected president of the United States. On this day in 1861, the Provisional Congress of the Confederate States of America elected Jefferson Davis as its president. On this date in 1895, the first college basketball game was played. And on this date in 1942, the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff held its first formal meeting for strategic military planning during World War II. And on this date in 1943, the Battle of Guadalcanal ended with a key American victory over the Japanese in the South Pacific. But I submit to you that a greater event than those just mentioned occurred on February 9th, 1969, exactly 50 years ago today. John MacArthur preached his first sermon as the new pastor at Grace Community Church. Just let that sink in. John MacArthur has pastored the same church faithfully preaching God's word for 50 years. A cursory look at the great pastors throughout church history will show that they lasted some 20 years, maybe 30 But 50 is a number that you just don't normally see. According to most polls, the average tenure of a pastor at the same church is between three to six years. The jubilee year of MacArthur's ministry at Grace Church outside of Los Angeles, California, is something, therefore, to be celebrated. In fact, just next month, I will join other pastors at Grace Church as we celebrate together the ministry of John MacArthur. Now, since most listeners are very familiar with Pastor MacArthur, I don't want to waste time on statistics on how many books he's written, the various ways he's led the larger evangelical church, or the controversies that he helped steer in a biblical direction for the good of the church. Rather, I'd like to focus on what John MacArthur is most known for and most loves to do, and that is preach the Word of God. I used to listen to John MacArthur's sermons with my dad on Grace to You as a young boy. Mesmerized is one word that describes how I felt then, and how I feel now when I hear MacArthur preach. When selecting a college, I considered Master's University, then called Master's College, but opted for another school, largely to play soccer. I assumed I would never have another chance to train under John MacArthur, and then again looking for seminaries, I looked at Master's Seminary, but chose instead to stay on the East Coast, closer to home, to attend school. Once again, I thought I had bypassed any opportunity to study under John MacArthur. But then I applied for a doctorate. I began at one school before finally transferring to the Master's Seminary. I was finally able to train under John MacArthur. Let me just say, it was not disappointing. MacArthur is genuine. He's hardworking. He's a committed pastor-preacher, and he loves to train men for the ministry. One of the highlights of my life was walking across the stage to shake his hand and receive my diploma. MacArthur's impact, first and foremost, is due to God's providence. MacArthur has readily given the glory to God for any influence he's had over the years. But there's something more that MacArthur accomplished than just pastoring the same church for 50 years. 
And MacArthur also managed to fulfill a lifelong goal by preaching through the entire New Testament verse by verse. His last sermon to complete this feat was on June 5, 2011, where he finished the Gospel of Mark. I remember quite well the standing ovation he received from Grace Church on that memorable Sunday. These sermons were the basis of his complete set of commentaries on every book of the New Testament. So what gave MacArthur such fierce perseverance to faithfully preach God's Word over the span of so many years, indeed even into the present? Well, first of all, John MacArthur was marked by faith, that is, trusting God. He was asked one time by a reporter what his key was to building the church. MacArthur responded by saying that he had no interest in building the church, and he does absolutely nothing to build the church because Jesus promised to build the church, and MacArthur didn't figure he wanted to compete with Jesus. He was a man marked by faith. But MacArthur was also a man marked by fearlessness. The opening of the segment was the voice of John MacArthur preaching the sermon he preached his first Sunday as pastor at Grace Church. The text was Matthew 7, 21-23, and the title was, How to Play Church. At one point in the sermon, MacArthur boldly says, and I quote, I'm sure that in this church right here there are people who come who do not know Jesus Christ in a personal, vital way. I'm convinced that because of the size of the congregation this morning, there are some sitting right here in this audience who have come to church many times, but who do not know Jesus Christ. And perhaps they even have religious sensations, and perhaps they even have sanctimonious emotions, but they do not know Jesus Christ. And it is my conviction that before we as a church can move together as a body, as a unit, we must become a unit, and the only way we can ever be united and become one as Christ prayed that we might be is that when we are all real in Christ... And so I want us to carefully examine our lives this morning, end quote. Now, there's a difference between being brash and being bold. But I can tell you from personal experience that John MacArthur is a bulldog in the pulpit, but he's also the most sincere, genuine, gentle person you'll ever meet outside of the pulpit. He loves the people he ministers to. He sees himself as a servant. I've watched him interact with grace and dignity toward his parishioners. But part of being a servant and loving a congregation you pastor includes being honest. As Paul told Timothy, reproving, rebuking, and exhorting with complete patience as one teaches. Third, MacArthur has not only demonstrated faith and fearlessness, but through the years MacArthur has also demonstrated fervency. He is a man who was committed to what God called him to do, and he did it for 50 years. He did what he had to do to get the job done, and he's still doing it after all these years. In a 1979 interview, MacArthur revealed that when he first got hired at Grace Church, he told the elders that he wanted 30 hours a week for sermon preparation. They were somewhat taken aback by this, but MacArthur said the chief job of a pastor-teacher, based on Ephesians 4, is to feed the saints God's word for the maturity and ultimately the spiritual perfection of the body of Christ. He said he anticipated 10 to 15 hours for other ministry matters during the week. But then he said that once he got on the job, his plans were turned upside down. He says, and I quote, But as you well know, what you may anticipate and what really happens are two different things. I found myself being called to the hospital and called the homes where there were deaths and counseling people. And I used to set up the tables and the chairs for the women's meetings. And I used to clean out the bathrooms on Saturdays, preparing for Sunday, and make sure the windows were clean and the ushers were ready. So many things. And so in those early days, I would still study 30 hours, I never sacrificed that, but the other 10 or 15 that I had anticipated turned into another 30, and so it became a lifetime. John MacArthur has not worked less than 60 hours a week in 50 years of ministry. 
MacArthur has been used so greatly by God because John MacArthur wanted to be used greatly by God. He committed himself to being a student of the Word and that he unleashed God's truth one verse at a time for 50 years. The lesson to take from this is the same lesson Isaiah provides in Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11, where he says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. In another place, John MacArthur has written, and I quote, When I started in ministry, I committed myself to expository preaching, just explaining the Bible, because I knew that there was nothing I could say that was anywhere near as important as what God had to say. The real goal of ministry has always been to keep my own opinions out of it as much as possible. I never want to be guilty of giving people the illusion that they have heard from God when in fact they have only heard from me. When I step into the pulpit, the expectation is that I'm a messenger of God. I speak on his behalf, not my own, end quote. I would like to conclude by reading what Ian Murray, John MacArthur's biographer, has written about MacArthur at the end of his book on page 239. Murray writes, and I quote, As a young man, John MacArthur made a commitment to study the Word of God. He had no idea then what that commitment would mean. But he looks back on it now as the most profound choice he ever made. It led him to the proclamation which can affirm, We believe and therefore we speak, from 2 Corinthians 4.13. From this came the shepherding of the people of God and a personal life of trust in God. He has taught that the sufficiency of Scripture means that no situation can arise in which its light is not relevant. No need is unmet where its directions and promises are followed. All flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. But the word of the Lord endures forever. History is truly his story. It's the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this special edition episode of Today in Church History. Until next week, I'm your host, Andrew Smith.